0: Welcome to the Shepherd's Creek Podcast. This ministry exists to provide coaching, resources, and events for pastors and church members. My name is Jared Sparks. Join me as I talk pastoral ministry, applied theology like manhood and womanhood, political theology, and cultural analysis with a little bit of hunting and fishing thrown in. I'm a husband, a father, and a pastor, and I'm here to remind you of the chief pastor and our King, Jesus. And welcome back to the shepherd's crook. Hope you guys are all having a great day today. Want to remind you of a few things that we have going on and also make an announcement. I think this is going to be the first announcement. Maybe it's on today's show. I can't remember if I put it on today's show or not, but uh, it's releasing today. We have started a new podcast, me and my boys. They are my co-hosts. It's called the Sons and Slaves Podcast, and we're going to be talking about raising sons into men, all things boyhood. We're actually going to record a little bit later on building forts and how God is our fortress. So that's just a fun thing that you guys may want to check out. You can find that on iTunes and anywhere else if you just go looking for it right now. Also, the membership is still going on. If you want to sign up for the membership, uh, you certainly can do that. You can jump in and get on the newsletter and also get the content that we have uh, not released. And I can get that to you from previous cohorts and the rites of passage stuff as it as it unfolds. So you guys want to make sure and check that out. want to tell you guys about a new friend that uh, I'm getting to meet today. I'm talking to uh, a new friend, Justin Hall. Justin, how's it going? Oh, it's going good today, Jared. Good. Well, let's go ahead and pray and ask for the Lord's help and we'll get into having a conversation today. Father, we just thank you for this time and just excited to see and hear what you got going on with uh, justin and the ministry that he's been a part of getting guys into the wilderness and god you you do this you work with men and have worked with men in the past as we get outside and we get in nature and we see creation and uh, we see through it to you who's created it all and we just thank you for your grace to us and letting us live in a in a beautiful place beautiful world and uh pray for this time talking with justin i pray it would honor you and it would be encouragement to people in jesus name i pray amen Amen. Okay. As I stated, you know, before we hit record, I just want to get to know you a little bit as we're here uh, recording. So why don't you go and just tell me a little bit about yourself, brother and family and and then what you got going on. Yeah. Um, married uh, to my beautiful wife, Christy, two kiddos, a uh,
1: boy that's 10, a uh, girl that's eight. Um, uh, born and raised in uh, Alaska, uh, kind of traveled all over the United States playing hockey, um uh, won a uh, national championship in in Phoenix uh, with a team I played there in the early 2000s. Kind of migrated my way to uh, the University of Oklahoma uh, where I got a degree in uh, human relations. Uh, I was going for a business degree but uh, fortunately I didn't didn't make that so I got a human relations degree and that's where I met uh, Christie. And then from there, uh, made my way down to Texas. And a lot of people always ask me, you know, how'd you get from Alaska to Texas? And I said, uh, you know, winters, winters are nicer in in Texas, not as cold. So, um, I own a landscaping, uh, contracting company and that's what I do for a vocation, uh, right now, um, involved at my church, uh, as a servant of men. So, um, I, uh, Get to pour into a lot of guys and, and set up events and, and do a lot of things with, with the guys of our church, and then, um, also about oh five six years ago, started a, a ministry with, with a couple other guys called uh, Transformed a, a Wilderness Ministry that we um, do out of Colorado, uh, in the West Elk Mountains of uh, Colorado. So, yeah, that's uh, my heart is uh, for, for men and just seeing men grow, uh, biblically and as
0: Christians. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically awesome. what I do. Good stuff. So Alaska, what did your dad do, and is he multi-generationally from Alaska? So, I mean, your grandparents from there. Or do you guys? How did you guys end up in Alaska?
1: Well, uh, yeah, neat, neat. Street. Uh, so my grandfather, my dad's dad, um, owned a gold mine in Alaska. He, they're really? not originally <laughs> from, from Alaska. They, uh, That's cool. they kind of migrated from Indiana, Pennsylvania area, um, and, and made it up to Alaska. Grandfather started a gold mine. Uh, my dad worked for him for, for a long time doing that. Um, unfortunately in the end, it was kind of a, a bust. They, they had to mm. sell the mine, but uh, a lot of great stories. I was able to go up there as a kid and, Check it out and see that. Um, and then my mom's father um, moved from Arizona, New Mexico area, and he owned a dirt work company. And they they moved up there to uh, work on the pipeline. So that, okay. that's how kind of that side of the family got up there. But gotcha. uh, yeah, my dad owns a, a propane company okay. Uh, okay. there, and uh, he ships propane uh, up and down the river uh, to villages and stuff down the barges. So kind of a neat
0: business he owns there. Yeah, very cool. My favorite show for years has been Gold Rush Alaska. So I've been watching that for a very long time, and I've never known, you know, is this really, you know, you got gold mining in your blood. So I mean, was that, was that, is it accurate at all? Is it, uh, it seems to be, you know, obviously, uh, a little embellished a little bit for for the show right? but uh, but so what What do you think for guys that are really from up there is it a joke of a show or do you like it uh you know it's uh it's
1: it certainly uh has its its moments where it's it's definitely true and stuff but uh yeah there's certainly parts that are embellished to you know make it great for for tv but uh yeah it's certainly hard work uh there is uh there is a lot of stories that i could tell you that you know my dad told me but it's it's just beautiful. I remember, mm-hmm. like I said, I think last time I was up there, I was probably seven or eight. And it's okay. just some of the most beautiful country I've, I've ever
0: seen. That's awesome. I'd love to get up there at some point. My parents went on an Alaskan cruise about 10 years ago and they said they really enjoyed it and it's just beautiful up there, but would love to go up there and go hunting at some point. Oh and, yeah. Uh, you you, you they, got, you got to, it's just, it's, it's amazing.
1: I, I, I urge everybody if you get at least one chance in your life to try to make it up there and see,
0: see it. Yeah. Okay. So what's the connection then with Colorado and we're going to get into trans live transformed here in just a little bit, but so you're in Texas, but you've got this ranch in Colorado. So what's the connection there?
1: Yeah. So, um, one of our ministry partners, um, Martin Spencer, um, kind of grew up in, uh, the crested butte area. Um, yeah. and, um, I, I got to meet him here in Texas. We, uh, we connected, uh, through a, um, men's group and, and we ended up, uh, started going to church together actually um and he was moving back there and so it was right around 2017 2018 that he's he's looking at moving back up there and that's when we started really thinking through uh and feeling a just on our hearts to to kind of get in the fight a little bit of of Mm -hmm. how are we helping uh you know others and that sort of thing. So he, he moved away moved up there and we continued talking about all this. And and then as it started to develop, um, the Lord just started opening doors, um, on all kinds of things. And that's, that's a neat story. Um, Mm -hmm. he's sitting in a a men's small group, uh, kind of just, um, you know, laying it out there of what we're trying to do. Um, and there was a brand new guy there that day. And he said, well, I just got a lease on a ranch that I want to do, ministry work out and this is a perfect opportunity and so they connected and then just just from there the lord's just put all the pieces
0: together so awesome so let's back up then let's talk about when you became a christian and then this process into men's ministry so why help men why get them out to the wilderness just what's the uh what's all just tell me how that started and then how that's developed then yeah 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 great great question um yeah, I
1: grew up in a Christian home, uh, kind of from a, a Pentecostal background um, originally, more than anything. But yeah, great parents, grew up in a Christian home. Um, would have said I was a, a Christian for a long time because you know, I kind of just swam in that water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of did the whole you know uh, raise your hand at, at Bible camp when you're 13 right. sort of thing. But lived a life that was really um, uh, not um following the lord not loving the lord not loving his word and and just um just kind of had him uh you know on the side sort of thing um and so when i was 30 um that's when the lord saved me um okay. and, and just um uh, i would say from that point forward um have loved the lord ever since love his word um and and just follow him with all my heart and so um,
0: that, I would say that's my conversion story. Yeah. Uh, Can I and, ask a question real quick? Yeah. yeah. So what happened at 30? Bring us up to speed. Tell me, I want to hear the story. Like what? Yeah. What, well, what I got mean, you? And,
1: and that's, you know, there's that nothing. I, and, and trust me, I've heard a lot of great testimonies, um, at transformed and doing all these things and mine's nothing that's spectacular, but, um, it's literally sitting in church uh, my wife was the nursery director uh, for our church at that time, and, and she's away, and uh, I think her son was maybe infant, six, mm-hmm. eight months old, um, and and I'm just sitting there, and uh, the church we were going to at that time, um, kind of um, music gets done, and, and they have kind of an altar call where, you know, people can pray and, you know, bring their needs to the Lord to the front and stuff, and I'm sitting there, never went up to the front once. You know, I, I thought that was for people that had problems and, right. and I didn't have any, right? right? And so um, it was literally a feeling of the Lord picking me up out of mm. my seat, bringing me down and and just crushing me. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, it, it was there in that moment that I was done living for myself.
0: Mm. And, wow. and
1: he, um, yeah, he's done everything ever since. And it's it's been amazing. I mean, since that moment it was it, it's been in the word um, you know almost every morning. it's mm-hmm. just a joy to to dig uh, through the Bible and um, so yeah, it, it was nothing nothing spectacular, but it was just
0: him doing all
1: the work and, yeah. and amen you know, to the front. so
0: yeah, okay, so there at some point then you you think, well, there's some sort of desire to help people walk with the Lord and uh, men in particular so how the how did the men's ministry side of things get going yeah so mostly it was uh,
1: because of probably my own story a little bit me looking around um you know just uh, after after this kind of um Digging into, you know, scripture and everything else being, you know, discipled by others and um, just kind of looking around and just seeing kind of a, a lukewarmness, if, I, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be honest, right, of, of where um, Christian men are just kind of going to church on Sundays and, and that's kind of where it stops, mm-hmm. right? So so coming in the doors on Sundays and then leaving on Sundays and, you know, not living a life fully for Christ, Um And I know that's you know for me for a long time it was kind of that, but you know I wasn't I wasn't saved. Um, So then it was just kind of this zeal for um, for men um, because we see in Scripture right that when when men lead well when they lead their families well right uh, usually the family structure is stronger. Mm -hmm. Right when men lead well in church, the church is stronger. When men lead in communities, the community is stronger. And so just this yeah, desire for,
0: for men to lead well, um, and, and, and lead like Christ. Yeah. So you didn't just start a men's conference. You got this thing going on. So if I get onto the website and inquire about, you know, being a part of this ministry, walk through what the process is like you go, there's the ranch up there, all the guys from a church show up. Is it, uh, you know, everybody from a particular church men's ministry, or is it guys from other churches? What, what just tell me about the ministry.
1: Yeah. 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 So, um, um up in the the uh, west elk mountains like i said so it's kind of northwest of gunnison south uh southwest of of crested butte um and as far as churches go yeah we'll, we'll we've taken um guys from from all different churches uh we've done a couple treks like that we've done we've done a couple of tracks where it's just all one church um so we'll take you know we'll, we'll take either or um, you know, it is something special when it is guys all from one church, mm-hmm. um, because they're able to connect, get to know maybe one another deeper, depending on how large the church is. Um, some of these guys, uh, may be really close. Maybe they're not close. And so, um, but they share a common, common, uh, commonality mm-hmm. when they are from all one church. Uh, and if they're all from different churches, that's neat too. Cause it's a lot of guys getting to know one another, pour into one another, but, um, yeah, the process is um, uh, we usually meet up uh, in Gunnison on like Wednesday afternoon. So guys okay. are able to get up there. Um, we get up to a, uh, uh, a campground. We drive about an hour up to a campground uh, called Soap Creek Campground. And a lot of times, by the time we get there, the guys have seen maybe things they've never seen before, mountains, mm-hmm. uh, rivers, all kinds of things. Um, and then we tell them, okay, guys, you know, uh, unpack. And a lot of guys think, oh, we're here. Um, and we're like, nope, and we pulled tarps off the the side by sides and UTVs and we're like load up. Uh and a lot of guys, you know, get wide-eyed, and and it's literally (laughs) another hour back into the mountains, you know, along rivers through forests, there's cliff lines, and it's just amazing. Some of the guys have said that's you know, uh, one guy's uh said to me after the trip, he's like, you know, on a ride out there, he's like, What did I get myself into? (laughs) You know, because he's never done anything like that. So make our way back into the mountains there and uh we literally come you kind of crest a a a small hill and and you're in this valley and and we tell the guys like hey right over there right over that tree line is camp and you can't see it but you see like mountains all around and so okay uh, so yeah it's about another 10 minutes we we get down into the ranch and we kind of turn this corner go down this dirt road and um uh, that's when it opens up and it's, uh, we got cabins there. We got wall tents. Uh, we got a bath house. Um, we like to say it's, it's rough in it, but it's all the comforts of the home sort of mm-hmm. thing. Right. Um, so we get there and, and we got, uh, we got chef Todd there. Uh, he's from the Crested Butte area, personal chef and we couldn't do it without chef Todd. Uh, but he's got, you know, smoked salmon and meats Man. and all kinds of things, just kind of as an appetizer, ready to go for the guys when they get there. And they're just, you know, they're, they're ready for that.
0: And, and they're just looking around wide eyed. So, bro, um, that's, that sounds incredible. So, so, I mean, is it going well? I mean, how, how many years you've been doing this? Um, do you uh, you do this, this a, once a year.
1: Yeah. Once a year, you know, we had, we had, uh, Wild ambitions early on, right? Mm-hmm. When we started this thing, we thought, oh, we're gonna be doing this, you know, every weekend in the summer up there <laughs> right. in Colorado. And um that quickly uh that quickly dwindled. I think that first year uh we did two treks. And um, so we started this, like I said, I kind of 2018. Okay, uh 2019 well, it was kind of getting off the ground. And then our first trek was actually um COVID year. Okay. Um at the time we got everything put together, but you know, praise the Lord. Um, we were able to put two treks together that year. Um, but that's when we found out quickly, like it's a lot of work, mm-hmm, uh, right, it's, yeah. it's just a lot of work. Um, you know, we, we all have jobs. This is not full-time ministry for us. Um, we're all contractors in different ways, me and my ministry partners. And so, you know between that and families, uh it's like, man, okay, we're we're lucky if we get two treks a year. So most yeah, right. years it's been it's been one trek uh per year. Um, like I said, just because
0: <clears throat> our schedules um and, and Chef Dodd's schedules. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well man, I mean it sounds incredible. I mean that's it's interesting. When I was I think it was I was 16 years old. It would have been I think we're probably similar age. I I graduated high school in two thousand two and uh i uh, went out to colorado and we had family that was living in gunnison and so we were in the gunnison and crested crested butte area and just checked all that stuff out Went white water, water rafting out there and yeah. had a blast so i'm somewhat familiar with the area um just from being there for a week or two but uh man it sounds like an awesome thing so i mean what what's the plans for the future then just to continue to do this once a year trek kind of thing yeah, or, yeah. you got any idea what's coming down the pipeline well,
1: yeah, uh, we want to continue, uh, at this moment, Lord willing, we want to continue. Um, mm-hmm. we took a year off this year though, um, just because of, of schedules and trying to connect. And, um, uh, I think maybe, um, the one guy, Morton that lives up there, I think he's going to take a group of men that he's discipling personally, kind mm-hmm. of, uh, kinda, uh out there. Um, but we're, we're kind of putting a pause on things and we're just kind of seeing where the Lord leads uh, at this moment. Um, but yeah, we, we hope to continue, uh, hope to continue to do treks up there. Um, we're, we're also hoping to, um, maybe gather, um, like, uh, men's leaders up there a little bit too, um, in in some sense, um, at at least this is maybe a, a vision that I'm thinking about is, uh, guys like myself that are maybe you know deacon of men uh, you know serving to men or, or pastors that have you know uh, want to pour into their men of of kind of getting these men's leaders up there um, and and really collaborating and thinking through um, you know how can they go back to their churches um, and and pour into the men of, of, of their churches and, and being able to collaborate with other guys and saying okay you know, what what's going on right now at your church? What are you seeing in your men? Mm -hmm. You know, how can we be, how, how can we be helping these guys? And just um, making it maybe more of kingdom impact uh, a little bit by getting guys that are in the trenches every day, you know, with men. So we're, we're thinking along those lines, but again, we're holding
0: it with open hands, just trying to be faithful with the, with what the Lord gives. Yeah. Okay. So why wilderness? Why is it such an impactful thing for guys to get out somewhere Mm beyond the city, beyond the lights, and into the woods, or into the valley, or in into a place like you're talking about, why does yeah. God it, seem to do something powerfully, you know, in places like that?
1: Oh, that, that's a great question. It's, um, yeah, uh, you know, throughout scripture, you see uh, the Lord doing his work in the wilderness a lot of mm-hmm. times, right? Uh, even Luke five sixteen, right, Jesus uh, goes into the wilderness to pray, and so we talk about you know, it transformed up there. You kind of see the wilderness do, uh, you know, six, six things, um, throughout scripture, right. You see it, um, you see it discipline, you see it disciple, you see it test, you see it teach, you see, uh, you see prayer in the wilderness. Uh, and then you see others called out with purpose out of the wilderness, uh, like, like Moses, right. He's in the wilderness tending sheep and, and uh, God comes to him and says, Hey, you're going to, you're going to set my people free. And so, um, you know, when when people hear the wilderness, oftentimes they think of the Israelites, right, wandering mm-hmm. in the wilderness for four right. years. They they think of Jesus being tested in the wilderness, but but there's also more than that, right? You see Paul in the wilderness um, after um, you know um, uh, the road to Damascus, right? He goes off to Arabia and then called yeah. up into the right. third heaven. Um, you see Jesus teaching in the wilderness. Um, So again, there, there's something about. God's created beauty, right. Getting outside, um, the concrete jungle, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just yeah. being confined to this unnatural light, um, and just everything else and in, getting out to be, um, yeah. And God's created beauty. And so we found that, you know, when guys are unplugged and disconnected, that's, that's the other really neat thing about being up there is cell phones don't work. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's Um, great. Yeah. uh, uh, Like my uh, other ministry partner, Travis says, you know, uh, uh, Facebook doesn't work, you know, Twitter doesn't work, you know, all the socials don't work, uh, you know, so if that's a guy's vice and he's always scrolling or whatever, he can't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Or or emails don't work. Right. So if there's a guy that's, you know, connected to his phone through work or whatever, and he's always checking or meaning to do that none of that works right mm-hmm. you can't check ESPN and get the you know get the scores or any of that so taking these guys and unplugging them um and unfortunately you know that's um you know, uh, the the spirit of this age a little bit is is technology. And it yeah, technology right. is great, don't get me wrong, that's how we're able to talk and all that, but uh, oftentimes um we're consumed by it. And so mm-hmm. getting has to unplug from that um and, and just kind of plug in and being connected with the Lord through his
0: created um beauty is is just amazing. Yeah, agreed. So I, everybody talks about what is it about? There's something about the wilderness. I love that you've actually thought through. Okay, here are the six things that we see in scripture where God has god is working in the wilderness so you said you said discipline disciple teach prayer calling what was the other one um uh test teach uh disciple discipline and and yeah prayer and purpose yeah awesome incredible that that's really helpful because it does it's you know like the intangibles of tim tebow that nobody knew how he could win and there were just intangibles there and it's kind of like that with the wilderness or different areas of life where there's something here but it's hard to figure out what that something is or to put definitions on it. And with the wilderness, it's kind of like this thing where, okay, there's this, this theme throughout the scriptures of the wilderness and God doing dealings with his people and individuals and the intrigue of John the Baptist or Elijah and seeing Jesus go into the wilderness and uh, to actually put some definitional points to say, here's what God seems to do. There is pretty helpful. So well done. Okay. So you've thought deeply about several different things. You you really care about people within the church. You want to build people up. So have you, are you an elder? Have you felt called into uh, elder ministry, pastoral ministry in some way? Uh, Have you worked through that? Or do you Mm -hmm. see more your your calling is, I I just want to be a, a, not everybody is called to be a pastor and that's not the ultimate calling of everybody. And so there's really godly and good men that aren't called to that, but I'm curious because I'm just hearing you talk and I'm thinking, man, this, this guy, seems to have a shepherd's heart of men, at least. So have you worked through that before? Um, yeah, another great question. Um, I'm actually kind of
1: working. I'm not an elder at my church. Uh, we have uh, great elders at our church, uh, great men. Um, yeah, so uh, my role would be more of a, a deacon role okay. uh, at, at our church. But I, I have been thinking deeply about um, what it means to be called uh, an elder, Um, and actually how that pertains to men in general. Um, And so, you know, when it's given the qualifications of an elder in uh, 1 Timothy 3 there, you know, um, those are all qualities that no man uh, should ever say like, "Uh, you know, I'm good. I don't don't need that quality or or I don't aspire to have that. Um, You know, at some level, um, you know, every man... um, you know should should aspire to have those qualities right mm-hmm. that, you know if he's married and has kids you know he's called to be um a family shepherd right he needs right. to lead his family well um so it, it it's a good thing i've 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 thought through this of of every man should really look at those qualities and go man where do i fall short where do i fall short in these qualities because like i mm-hmm. said there's no qualities there that that any man should be like ah i don't need that one or or you know um i, I shouldn't aspire to this one so um so just taking self evaluation of going, okay, where do I fall short? Hey, a guy may never be an elder or aspire to want to be an elder, but those mm-hmm. are all qualities that that um, at least every godly man should uh, should strive to have or
0: be better at. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. It's helpful. Well, let's turn the corner a little bit and we're going to wrap things up. I just want to hear. I'd ask this to everybody, but I just want to hear why you love Jesus, brothers. So Justin Hall, why do you love Jesus? Mm. I love Jesus because Jesus loves me.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, he uh, like I said, and kind of in my testimony story, um, uh, you know, for a long time, just just used Jesus, uh, you know, as as my buddy sort of thing um, until he he reached down and and just grabbed a hold of me. And so ever since then, um, yeah, I love Jesus because, um, yeah, he died. He died on the cross to save a sinner like me. And there's mm-hmm. nothing that I bring. Um, and it was a long time before I realized that and that um, he does. He does everything and he's worth following with uh, with every ounce of my life.
0: Amen. Just discovery of God's grace and the power of God and salvation. It changes your whole world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Amen. Amazing yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's, God. it's just been
1: a, a deep, a deep dive uh ever since then of, of just wanting to know him more, uh mm. wanting to know his word more. Um yeah. And so yeah, it's it's
0: been a, a wild journey. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Well, it's been a lot of fun just getting to know you a little bit. Why don't you go ahead and tell us more about where we can find information about the ministry and anything else you want to say before we wrap it up?
1: Yeah. Um, can uh uh, check out our ministry website at transform ministry.org. Um, um, can connect with me, uh, justin.hall at transform ministry.org. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. Um, we, we post on that every now and then it's, it's not something that we're, um, um, posting all the time. Um, but yeah, guys want to check out our website and connect with me through email. Uh, yeah, I would love to, uh, answer any questions or if uh, any
0: guys want uh, to know more information about a track or anything like that. Yeah. would love to connect. Awesome. Well, I'll put that in the show notes and appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a lot of fun for those listening in. Make sure and check that out. We've been talking to Justin Hall. Justin, thanks, man. All right. Thanks, Jared. thanks again for listening to the Shepherd's Crook podcast. For more information, you can go to theshepherdscrook.co. Please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes. And if you want to become a member of the Shepherd's Crook, please message me and we'll get you on the list. We hope you have a great rest of your day.